Hello everyone, this is Pastor Scott. And this is Pastor Don from Good Samaritan Lutheran Church here in Las Vegas. And you're listening to Good News from Good Sam, our podcast. This is where we go deeper into our weekly message and give you some spiritual food for the week. So we hope that you enjoy listening today and always feel free to share it with some of your friends as well. Absolutely. We just hope that our time together today will bless you and that will bring you a little bit closer to God and His love for you. We just want to th- welcome everyone to our Good News at Noon, the Wednesday edition, uh, as we go deeper into the message for this weekend, which we're actually not going to do uh, <laughs> this Wednesday because I didn't preach, Tommy didn't preach, and Pastor Scott is out of the office this week um, doing some continuing education. So, we are just glad that you're here because we're going to do a short devotion and then we're going to talk a little bit more about maybe our upcoming ser- sermon series for you guys. And those of you who join us on our um, podcast, we welcome you as well. Yes. Tommy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing so well. Oh my gosh. We coordinated our colors. Oh yeah, we did. See? Look at that. <laughs> we have Mandy with us. Um, welcome, Mandy. Watching. Oh yeah. I love when Mandy joins us. Great to have you guys with us. Um... So, today we just want to talk a little bit about this idea of our new sermon series coming up, which is, um, remind me of the title of it again. Drought Busters. So, Drought Busters. That's exactly right. Who are you going to call upon? Drought Busters. (laughs) So, it's a five-week sermon series where we're going to be talking about things that cause us to have thirsty souls. Uh, Do you know that the human body is 80% water? I, I knew it was a large percentage, but I don't think I realized it was 80. So it's 80% water. How long, do you know how long you can live without food? Um, seven something. Isn't it like a 777 seven, seven thing? Or uh, I don't know. It, it talked to me. I thought it was like seven something without food, but it's like three days without, or, yeah, three days without water, seven days without food. That's what I, I heard something like that. I had actually heard it was closer between seven and 10 days you can live without food. Depends on the person. Some people have more reserves than others, mm-hmm. um, so you can go a little bit longer. But the time that you can live without water is very short indeed. Um, and I think the things that you know cause us to be thirsty, not having enough, not drinking enough water, um, not taking care of ourselves, you can maybe be dehydrated walking around in, a, in an atmosphere where it's really hot and dry outside. All those things can cause you to have dehydration. Like exerting yourself without replenishing some of that... Imagine that. And it's funny that we will take so seriously this idea of having a dehydrated body, right? Well, and the body warns you when you're starting to get there. You can get lightheaded. um, You can start to get confused. If it gets really extreme, uh, it can make you sick and even cause you, of course, to die. I remember one time I had heat stroke when we were on the Mexico mission trip. I hadn't been drinking enough water. It was incredibly hot, and we were working very, very hard because we had had to carve out this cliff, so there was a lot of a digging and in caliche uh, that needed to be done and at the end of the day they found me wandering down the road and oh. they asked uh, they said pastor john where are you going i was like i'm going to the other site there was no other site and i was completely out of my mind with oh kind my of gosh heat exhaustion so they got me in the van cooled me down got some water in me and it took me about six hours to kind of recover just from having not drunk enough water and not gotten myself out of the heat so the body tells you when you have a dehydrated, um, when you're dehydrated. The soul tells you too. 
I believe it. What do you think some of the symptoms of a dehydrated soul are? Oh, probably like quick to react or maybe quick to like um, anger. A little temper. Um, mm -hmm. Like lo loss of patience. Absolutely. Uh, lack of understanding. Maybe. Um, sadness. Sadness, yeah. Just kind of this sense of lethargy and sadness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Irritation. Yeah. Irritable, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So our souls tell us as well when they're dehydrated. And so this is what this series is meant to do. We're going to address some of the things that dehydrate our souls. Isolation, um, lack of forgiveness, um, uh, being selfish, uh, grief can dehydrate our souls. If mm -hmm. it is not handled in the appropriate way, losing somebody we love or just even grief of a broken, losing a relationship. Sometimes a divorce can cause a great deal of grief. Um, sometimes your kids moving away to college, you know, can cause a great deal of grief. I feel like too, sometimes we can grieve an outcome that we were hoping for Ooh, that we didn't I like that. get. You know I like what I that. mean? Gonna have to add that to the whole to that that sermon series. And well, then, you're welcome. I'll yeah, take good, the credit. Well done. <laughs> Boom. According to Tommy, he says, and so we can often get dehydrated souls. And of course, as we, as you can imagine, what we're going to talk about the Bible and our relationship, our connection to Jesus, are the things that bring that hydration back into our souls. And help us to combat those uh, things. So those are the drop busters, mm -hmm. you know, um, learning to properly deal with your grief. Um, community, being in connection to Christ, help battling the isolation. Um, the one, I'm trying to remember what the first one is this coming weekend. Um, we're going to be talking about selfishness, this mm. kind of self-centeredness. Because that really can, because when you're self-centered, what you do is you, you, you block off, you kind of create this shell around yourself. And you block off an awful lot of the hydrating things that can come into your soul, whether that be significant relationships, a connection to Christ, or even just being in community and, and talking to other people. That selfishness kind of makes it think about me, me, me all the time. And we're going to talk about one of the drought busters of that is this idea of trying to put other people um, even ahead of your own needs. And what you find when you do that is you get some real great replenishment to the mm -hmm. soul. The Bible actually has a lot to say about that, as does the life of Jesus. So these are the things we're going to be talking about over the next five to six weeks, and we hope that you will join us for that. Yeah, I think I think that uh, it'll be interesting. And I think, too, when you talked about isolation, we've had a really glaring um, exactly. example the past two years of what isolation can do to you. Mm -hmm. And I know, you know, that it's twofold, isolating yourself from, like, your relationship with Christ, but also isolating, being isolated from other people, it is you know twofold oh, of dehydrating so your soul. So true. I believe, and, and um, I believe if I remember the schedule correctly, Pastor Jason is actually going to be preaching on that topic mm. here at the Windmill Campus. He started last week at the Lakes Campus, and uh, he's got a commitment in the Midwest with uh, Lutheran Men and Mission this Sunday. But then he'll be there the 16th and the 23rd, but then he's going to be at the Windmill Campus on the 30th, and I believe that's when we're going to be talking about this um, this uh, dehydrating uh, cause of isolation mm. and how the drought bruster is to find more community. So are, is the Lakes Campus going to be doing the same? Um, Tommy, that's a great question. Sermon series? Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, the, the Lakes Campus is going to be doing the same sermon series. Pastor Scott will actually be starting this weekend. Uh, with his sermon at the Lakes campus, and I will be at the Windmill campus. So, I mean, essentially, we could go online, watch both pastors preach on the same topic, and, see and then better. see who's better. Oh, <laughs> maybe this next Wednesday, good, <laughs> deeper Good News at Noon, 
you guys can vote. <laughs> pastor v. Pastor. Pastor v. Pastor. <laughs> Ooh, now, now I'm going to have to work even harder. Surely sure you good. are pouring all of your best oh, effort into it time. anyway. I, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I might just have to uh, be a little more organized about it this time. <laughs> That's awesome. See, leave it to Tommy to bring that kind of stuff up. I love it. <laughs> Catherine, we want to welcome you and Lynn as well. There is not enough community interaction. Yep. Uh, I, we haven't recovered as a society. We, it's funny. We are really starting to do that a little bit more here at Good Samaritan is putting together some more of our social groups, in-person social groups, because we're finding out that that is a, a, an incredible, incredible need for our people right now is to, is to get more connected to one another because we have been isolated so long. Yeah. And I think human nature requires that community, it is. really. Yeah. You know, one of the things I'm excited about is uh, Tom Egum, the leader of Hope for Kids, is actually going to be here on the 23rd of October. And he's going to talk about this, um, how we can get really wrapped up in our own basic needs. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he has spent his literally six decades. He doesn't like to tell people that he's been doing this for six decades because it gives away how old he is. But he's been <laughs> doing this for six decades where he has um, been smuggling Bibles into Berlin, going into places where there is very little Christian presence and bringing them a connection to Christ. And now the last probably four decades of his existence, he's been this hope for kids where they bring in clean water, they bring in education supplies, they sponsor children. And he really understands how when you give uh, even just a little bit of yourself away to somebody else, that really can nourish your soul. And so it'll be great to, to hear him talk about that as well. Yeah, and on that same day is the Walk for Water that we're doing here, right? I love it, yeah, because that's one of the ways we're supporting. We're, we're trying to raise money for clean water because still about, it, the, it's really come down in the world, which I find fascinating. It used to be that about 40% of the world did not have clean drinking water. That was about a decade and a half, two decades ago. But over those last 20 years, that percentage of the world without access to clean drinking water has dropped under 20%. That's amazing. So a lot of those actions mm -hmm. that organizations and churches that have been taking to get clean drinking water... Think about 40% of the world, right, it, uh, just 20 years ago, didn't have access to safe, clean drinking water. Yeah, we take it so granted for, for granted in the United States. Oh, I mean, and we don't even appreciate our Tap water. water out of our seats. Right, like, right, even though it's filtered and clean <laughs> and doesn't make us sick, right? Um, so, But Uganda is still a unique country in the sense that their government just doesn't care for their people very well. It's really sad. Mm. Um, I even went to a dinner one time where we're, there was a couple of government people there because they were connected to somebody for hope for kids and they just talk about the struggle and the greed and the, the the grift that is in the government that keeps them from providing infrastructure and clean water and stuff for their their people it, it was just so sad to hear so uganda is still about 40 percent of that country more than obviously the world average does not have mm. safe clean drinking water and organizations like hope for kids are really making a big difference in, in bringing that so that's what we're raising money for is to bring a a deep water well into a region of uganda that does not have clean drinking water and that will be on the 23rd so yes. come and walk with us on our walk for water yeah you can register at good sam lv and if you um aren't able to walk they can still give at good sam lv right uh, i mean because a lot of you are from you know different places lynn's from phoenix Catherine is from germany um a lot of you are out of state. You can just go to our website. You can give 10 bucks, 20 bucks, and all that money will go to us helping drill a clean water well. We've already raised, uh, the the um, council has set aside some money for this out of our budget. Mm -hmm. And so we're just trying to add to that for the, the walk for water. So help us. Maybe we can get two wells drilled. That'd be awesome. That would be so cool. Really would. About $12,000 a well is what it costs. That's the, the equipment in there to drill it and then to create kind of the infrastructure, uh, the the um, 
I'm trying to think what I'm saying. The concrete structure where the water comes out of, and then that also pays for somebody in the village to maintain it for five years. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. you don't think about that part. You don't because um, they don't know. They don't know this. They don't. They can't. They are in a village. There's no phones. They can't call up the the well repairman and say <laughs> her well's not working. Right? They literally have to take time to train somebody in the village who promises to maintain the well for at least five years. So, yeah, it's a really unique situation. So, well, that's gonna be really exciting. It is, and so we're just um, really excited that you guys are gonna that you guys join us on Wednesdays. Uh, like I said, sorry we didn't have uh, time to go over a deeper thing, but you know, Jesus talks about being the water of life. And I think it's important for us to remember that when, uh, you know, and, and the woman, the, when he talks about the woman at the well, and she's, she's caught up in this lifestyle of having different husbands and boyfriends, and, and he talks to her, he goes, you know, you can keep coming and drinking from this well, and you're gonna keep getting thirsty. But when you drink the water I give you, you will thirst no more. And it's just this beautiful reminder that the kind of water that nourishes our souls, that gives us that peace, that contentment, doesn't mean we're always peaceful, we're always content, but we have more of that, we have more strength in difficult times. That is that living water that comes from Christ. And there's so many different ways we can access it, so many different ways that it nourishes our, our thirsty souls, like I said, helping us get rid of our isolation, helping us get rid of our selfishness, helping us deal with our grief, all of these types of things. And this is what we're going to talk about. And I, I don't know about you, but when I'm not drinking from the living water, when I forget to do my devotions, I forget to listen to Christian music, or I'm just not engaged in worship or on these come, you know, devotions, uh, I, I can actually feel, I just get, like you said, edgy. I mm -hmm. get bitter. You know, I'm not as kind to my, my wife. I don't care as much about the people I serve here at Good Samaritan. And I can, it's just a, a symptom of a thirsty soul. I mean, I even feel like I can experience it as the day goes on. As the day True. goes on, I get busier, and maybe I'm, like, not taking the few minutes that I can here and there to connect. And then by the evening, I'm just, like, snapping at <laughs> my whole family. I'm really proud to admit that. <laughs> Your husband's like, yeah. how are you doing, dear? Why are you asking? How long it took you so long to ask? <laughs> so I think it's not an that important Not that you would ever sound never, like that. You don't obviously. sound like that. Never, never, never. Um, just having those connections even at, throughout the day is... Yeah you know that's true helps to hydrate you can't just drink your big glass of water first thing in the morning and you're good for the day i mean there's so many analogies to that you yeah. got to drink water throughout the day yeah right and especially if you're working out or you're doing something you need to drink more water if you're in a stressful time in your life if you're dealing with grief if you're dealing with uncertainty you need you need more spiritual nourishment mm -hmm. to deal with kind of the 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 dehydrating effects that those things have in your life as well mm -hmm. yeah yeah uh, when i came in today tommy had christian music playing on the radio I did. Out of her speaker. And I was like, you know, that feels really good. You come in and it's just, it, it creates a better uh, a better atmosphere in the office. So yes. thank you. See, that's what we're mm -hmm. talking about. So make sure you're joining us and we're going to talk more about that. We want to say hi to Connie. Um, so let's close with a word of prayer because prayer is a great way to nourish the soul. That'll be We'll be talking a little bit more about that as well um, during this sermon series. Um, and just want to see, them. are there any prayer requests that we had come up here? I saw Dave and Jan are on, and I know we would want to pray for Kim, um, their daughter-in-law. Okay. Uh, who had a stroke. Oh, okay. Yes. I need, oh, we're going to give you a call. I want to give you a call, Dave and Jan. I'll, as soon as we get off of here, I'll give you guys a call as well. So for Kim, their daughter. Uh, daughter-in-law Kim. Yep. Their daughter-in-law Kim. Mm -hmm. All right. Anybody else? I know we want to keep praying for Catherine um, for health, health and strength. Um, and Tammy. So I know we're going to pray for, we're going to pray for Catherine, for Tammy, 
And Kim. And Kim. Yes. And we should probably pray for um, Santino and um, Gayla and Jeffrey. For right? those of you who don't know, I mean, if you've tuned in on Monday or Tuesday, you know that our one of our music leaders, one of our key music leaders, um, Gayla, who hasn't been with us for a month because they've been on vacation, and then she's been dealing with her son, who's very, her son is very, very sick and in the hospital, and just continues to need our prayers and our thoughts as well. So, all right, so let's pray. And if you have any other prayer requests, just type them in right now, and we'll make sure we get those prayed for as well. Gracious Lord, for this group that joins us, um, we just want to say thank you for these these daily groups that come together, this community that we have through the Good News at Noon, whether it be Monday, Tuesday, or the Wednesday Deeper Sessions, because I really feel that this is a community It's a way for us to connect. Not your traditional way, but it is a way for us to connect. And so... We pray for one another, Lord. We just I just pray for each and every person that is here with us today, whether they're joining the podcast later, they're going to watch this later, or they're here right now at noon on Wednesday, that you would strengthen each and every one of them in their faith, that their homes would be places where you are known, where you are made known, and that, that your living water, that water of, of life and peace and hope that, that comes through their faith and their connection to you, that you would just pour into their lives. Lord, nourish their souls, strengthen them in whatever they're dealing with. We especially pray for Kim, uh, for Dave and Jan, and of course their daughter-in-law. Kim, is, she hopefully recovers from her fully from her stroke and just give the family that's so worried about them a sense of peace that you are working in the process. Pray for Catherine as she continues to deal with her health issues and some uncertainty. And we pray for a positive diagnosis and strength for her to continue to, to deal with those issues as well. Um, we want to pray for little Santino. 10 or 11? I think he's like 8 or 9. Oh, I thought he was at least 10. Anyway, he's a young boy. He's a young boy, and he's Gala's, uh, Gala and uh, Jeffrey's only son. And uh, just uh, he, he's just so sick right now. And he's recovering. He's getting a little bit better, but it's a slow, painful process. And so we pray for him, that you strengthen him and his body. Uh, give those doctors and nurses all the ability and skill they can as they continue to help him move forward and help him to heal and get strong. But then, of course, for Gail and Jeffrey, as, her, uh, as they walk beside him through this and they worry about their little boy and all of us who just love that family and love them so much as well. You had said Tammy. And then, of course, we want to pray for Tammy, um, a friend of Lynn's, um, and she just really needs your strength and presence as she just deals with her different ailments and all the stuff going on in her life. And uh, there's probably other people, Lord, and maybe they're not named here, but we lift them up to you because they're on our hearts. People we know that are in special need of healing and strength. And we pray all this in Jesus' most holy name. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us once again. Sorry we didn't go deeper into the sermon, but we're going to get back to that again next week. And we just look forward to the Drought Buster sermon series that's coming up for the next five weeks. All right. Cool. See you, everyone. Bye, Bye. now. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us for this episode of Good News from Good Sam. We ask that you would join us again for our next podcast as we continue to go deeper. And remember to subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. And again, I'm Pastor Scott. And I'm Pastor Don. Thanks for listening, and we just hope you have a great day.